Praise God. Oh, yeah. Just where you are, I want you to edify yourself. Let, let me read the scripture first, very important. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, how many of you have been listening to the messages that Christina and I bring every Wednesday? Anyone? All right, so you have, oh, good. So you are, we, are, we are acting on that word tonight, okay? We're going to pray in the Holy Ghost. Now, go there to First uh, Corinthians chapter 14. It says in verse, verse 4, it says that he who speaks, uh, let's start from verse 2. He who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God for no one understands him. Uh, for no one understands him, however, in the spirit he speaks mysteries. And then in verse 4 he says, he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. You know what? That edifying is building yourself up. So you edify, you build yourself up. And, and even Jude says you build yourself up in your most holy faith. Okay? So does anyone want to build? Anyone wants, who wants to build themselves up? Yeah, I want. I want. Just where you're seated for some few minutes, I want you to pray in the Holy Ghost. Build yourself up. Just build yourself up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, go to Acts chapter, 16, chapter 2, verse 16. I want us to see how we all of us qualify. We qualify. Amen? No one is disqualified. We all qualify. Uh, that is after the day of Pentecost. Uh, on the day of Pentecost had fully come, and then the Holy Spirit was poured out upon the one twenty-two had gathered. And then, then some thought that they were drunk. And then verse, verse 14, let's start from verse 14. But Peter, because they, they, they thought they were drunk. Have you ever seen people drunk? Drunk? You know, they... <laughs> I saw someone posting uh, recently of someone who was drunk, and uh, he's, he's, in, he's uh, in a muddy you know, muddy uh, ground. You just sit there and then, uh, and then say, curfew. Curfew is 10 o'clock. It's not 8. <laughs> I mean, a guy is just in another, in another room. Now, they thought they were drunk. Do you know what? Have you ever been around uh, uh, that they're usually quiet? Very quiet when they are sober. And then they get, they, they get a little bit of a drink, a bit of beer. So, ah, ha. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And everyone is thinking, like, this guy is not even thinking of others around here. But, ah, ha, ha. I said, can you laugh a little bit, uh, you know, just a bit? Shh. Nah, ha, ha, ha. They, they, what, what is it? They are not conscious of themselves. They are not conscious. Why would God use the word new wine? The Bible uses the word new wine. Why is that so? Let me, let me say something here. You have to, to catch it in your heart. The more we are conscious 
conscious of how we look, how we, you know, we look, how we present ourselves, and on and on, the less we are conscious of the one who dwells in us. When we know we have been led by him, we don't care what any person says. Because you are full, you are drunk. You see what I'm saying? An example, in a service, you know, in the service can tell you, you, you well, you're drunk. You know, people are drunk, they can even go to the front when people are seated. You know, they're just seated so quietly. And the person comes, ah, kwani mbona watu wa minyamaza hivi hapa. And you know, they'll go even to the front. Kwani hapa kuna shere. And they, they just don't care what another one is thinking. All right? Now th- think about this. On Sunday, the Lord just said, I want you to go up there and, and dance. Oh, no. Oh, no. What will people be thinking? I mean, I don't know. Some will maybe be thinking like I'm, I've lost my mind. Or maybe they laugh at me. A person who's drunk, they don't. They don't think in that man. So you want to get drunk? Yes. You want to get drunk? Yes. You need to get stay more in the spirit. In the spirit of the word and the spirit of prayer. And that you just don't care what, you, what people say, but what he tells you to do. That's the big part right here. What is he telling me to do? Not what people are thinking. What does he tell me to do? What has he told me to do? I'm going to obey that. Amen? If he tells me to stand by the roadside and, 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 and preach for 30 minutes, that's what I'll do. Hallelujah! If he tells you out here at that pastoral station, you stand with your Bible and, 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 and you, you preach, that's what you do. You preach to people and he'll give you the words. Uh, normal people don't do that. People are drunk. They do that. Drunk, been drunk in the Holy Ghost. Now look at this then. So the Holy Spirit has been poured out. And then in verse 14 says, But Peter, standing up with eleven, raised his voice and said to the men of Judea, Oh, sorry. Let, let, let's go back. Uh, uh, go read in your own time. But then uh, uh, verse 11. Go read in your own time. Let's start from verse 11. Cretans and Arabs... We hear them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. So that's what they were speaking in tongues, the wonderful works of God. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, whatever could this mean? Others mocking say they are full of new wine. They're drunk. These people are drunk. Look at them. Look at the way they are shouting. Because I'm telling you, praying in the Holy Ghost, when they were praying that day, they were not praying so, 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 so. Huh? Have you ever seen someone pray full of the Holy Ghost? Until they just don't know where they are. And later on you ask, do you remember what happened? I say, I don't. What happened? I don't. But I know I was in the service and the last thing I remembered, I was taken home. I want that. I don't know about you. I want that. I don't want to be so dignified until I lose what God wants me to do. You know, I'm not talking of being crazy, acting crazy, like for the sake of it, but being led by the Holy Spirit, and you, are, you, are, you have released your life to the Holy Ghost, that your appearance does not matter. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, raised his voice and said to the men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, 
Let this be known to you and heed my words. For these are not drunk as you suppose. Since it is only the third hour of the day. It's at 9 a.m. They are not drunk. They didn't have any time to drink any wine. <laughs> any spirit. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. This is what? This what you are saying was that which was spoken by prophet Joel. Come on now. Let me say something here. There are things that God has spoken for us now. He wants them to manifest and it is the time for them to manifest. He's already spoken through the prophets. In fact, one of the things that we hear from the scriptures is this, that uh, the, the, they are prophesying, oh, let me see. Uh, we'll come back there. In First Peter, uh, in First Peter, let's see, that was not, okay. First uh, Peter chapter 1 verse 10, First Peter 1, 10, it says, Of this salvation, which one is that? The one we have, okay? Of this salvation, the prophets have inquired and searched carefully who prophesied of the grace that would come to you. So the grace has come to us, is that so? Come on, the grace has come to us. Now look at this then. Searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ was in them. So the Spirit of Christ was in them, was indicating when he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and what? The glories that would fall. That when I read that, you shall see this. We are living in the end, in the time of the glory. We are living in the glory times. So those are some of the things that are prophesied that was going to happen. There was the sufferings of Christ. Has the sufferings of Christ uh, uh, happened? Come on. The sufferings of Christ have happened or not? Has happened or not? It has happened. So what follows the, the sufferings of Christ? The glory. Which time is that? Now is the time. Now is the time of the glory. Now is the time of the glory. Now is the time of the glory. Now, go back to then Joel. I mean, Acts chapter 2. So he says, this is that which was spoken by prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last day, says God, that I'll pour out my spirit on what? All flesh. Now, everyone here is qualified. Say tonight is the night for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Upon all flesh. I qualify. I have flesh, I qualify. And he says this, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Do you have any sons here? Yes. We have any daughters here? You qualify. No one has been left out. Your young men shall see visions. You have any of them? Yeah? Uh, and then your old men shall dream dreams. None of them is here tonight. Okay? They are sleeping most likely so that they can have dreams. Okay? They're not here tonight. <laughs> All men shall dream dreams. And on my main servants, and on my main servants. So if you just think about this of the, now I, I don't know exactly the Greek word for this, but if you are to think of it, if you have main servants in the house, 
and you have uh, made servants. <laughs> he says, oh, you qualify all my workers here to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. And then he says this, I will pour out my spirit in those days. And they shall prophesy. Prophesy. I really, that's why I keep encouraging you, pray in tongues, praying in tongues and interpreting what you pray equals to prophecy. You shall prophesy. And you'll know things right in here and start prophesying and start speaking concerning the future. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So we are in the days of the glory. We are in the days of the presence of God. We are in the days of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We are in that season of Pentecost, of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Now, let me bring out some things over here before we pray. I actually don't have much time. Uh, but let me, today, tonight we are acting on what we've been listening to. Okay? About praying in unknown tongues. But let me bring out some things over here. Uh, look at prayer as an investment. That you're investing in prayer. You're investing in prayer. I do believe this. What precious gift that God has given to us is time. Time. How we spend it is how our life will turn out. Our lives will turn out. So he's given us such a precious uh, thing in our lives this time. And therefore, I do believe it really honors God when we give him our time. An example like waking up a little bit, uh, waking up early to just have time with him. I have counseled many, 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 you know, couples and, and many of them will hear that especially wives, they'll say, my husband doesn't have time for me. Could it be God is saying, my, my church doesn't have time for me? You hear that so much. My, my husband doesn't have time for me. And then the husband says, but I'm doing everything. I've brought this. I'm taking children to school. I've bought this. Have they ever been sent back from school, you know, for, for school fees? But then they, they all say, but what I need is my time with you. Oh, you're too young to, many of them are too young to know that. <laughs> Write it somewhere. My wife will have time, my time. <laughs> Write it somewhere. You'd, you'll use it in the future if you're too young. All right. But, but look at this then. Don't you think then, then uh, probably the Lord will say, my church is not spending time with me. It's not spending time with me. <laughs> you know, if you think about how many, of, how many do we gather on Sunday in pre-corona time? Several hundreds, that's all. Yes. But how many are we here tonight? <laughs> so, so you see, you start thinking about, that's, is the Lord saying that? That my, my, my church doesn't have time for me. And, and if we are not careful, then we can be busy. 
in the natural but without him. And that is equals to struggle. So busy doing things but without the Lord. God doesn't want that. So then uh, what I'm saying then, you need to think in terms of prayer as investing your investment to God. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Again, because look, we were looking at it last some few weeks actually. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse, verse 9. <clears throat> it says, But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. So he says this, I has not seen, ear has not heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. So he's saying this, look at this. There are things that God has prepared for us who love him. Okay? I want to go step by step so that you can see something here. There are things that God has prepared for us who love him. For people who love him. Okay? You see that. But then he says this. The things that he has prepared, you can't see it. They are not seen with natural eyes. They are not heard with natural ears. They are revealed. And to take note of that. There are things that God has prepared for those who love him. But he says this. These things are not, are not seen with natural eyes, are not heard with natural ears, but they are revealed by the Holy Spirit. So what is the first thing we, do we need? First, of course, we need the Holy Spirit. People many times will say like, yes, but I'm, I'm, I'm baptized with the Holy Spirit. But listen to this. Are you lived a filled life? Are you live, living a filled life? In, sorry, a full life of the Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit has filled you. And you are living on a daily basis over a life full of the Holy Spirit. You see what I'm saying? So then, that being the case then, that's the first thing that we need to live what? A spirit-filled life. That's the first thing. We need to live a spirit-filled life. And then secondly, secondly then, we need what? Because this, these things which God has prepared for those who love him, they do not, we don't see them with the natural eyes. We don't hear them with the natural ears. We, they are revealed to us by what? By the Holy Spirit. So the first person that we need in this is to live a spirit-filled life. And then secondly is to believe him for revelation. You see that? It's all in that same scripture. To, to, be, to believe him for what? For revelation. Because the only way to walk in the things that God has prepared for us is to have what? Revelation through the Holy Spirit. Okay? Okay? All right now. So then, that is one thing right there about uh, the, the Holy Spirit revealing. So then, in first... In, in Ephesians chapter 1, in Ephesians chapter 1, there's a prayer there. Mark, of, mark those th these two things that we've spoken about, about you have to live a spirit-filled life, and then secondly, we must have what? Revelation. So we have to seek for revelation. Now, Paul is praying for the church by the Holy Spirit, and he says in verse 17, 
He says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of what? Wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Don't you think if I know him, I'll know the things that he has, been pre- has prepared for me? Yeah? Amen? If I know him, I'll know the things that he's prepared for me. So the, the Father of glory may give, and I, I like this. <coughs> Excuse me. I like this. He calls God here a father of glory. <laughs> As it you, honey, I was telling the other day, I was praying in the Holy Ghost and I looked at it, just that one. The God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory. Then I thought, yeah, why haven't I seen this? He's the father of glory. He's the son of glory, Jesus. He's the spirit of glory, The Holy Spirit, the Bible says, the Spirit of glory raised, the glory of the Father raised up the Son from the dead. And then listen to this. I am born of the Father. I am a son, or we can say a child of of the glory, or of glory. Wow. If you knew what that means, you'd excite you already right inside of you. I'm a child of glory. I'm a child of the glory. What does that mean? The Holy Spirit himself indwelling me is the spirit of glory. So I'm a glory. I'm the glory. I am a glory carrier. Wherever I go, I'm carrying what? The glory of God. You know, he said, oh, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Yes, he's the son of glory. And who is he? He's my Savior. Where does he? He lives in me. So what is living in, who is living inside of me? The glory of God. The glory of God. So look at this then. So the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him is to help us to know the things that God has prepared for us. Let me show you three things from those scriptures quickly. In verse 18, the eyes of understanding being enlightened. Ha ha. Look at this. The the other version says the eyes of uh, our hearts. Okay? The eyes of our hearts being what? Uh, the eyes, sorry, the eyes of understanding being enlightened. Yes, the eyes of our hearts, actually. He says, other versions say that. Now look at this. Pay attention to this. Then we have these things God has prepared for us. We don't see them with the eyes, the natural eyes. We don't hear them with the natural ears. Okay? But they are revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. We need first a spirit-filled life. And then secondly, we believe God for revelation. And then God's will is for us to be filled with the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of uh, him by having the eyes of our understanding, meaning this, the eyes of our hearts, meaning this. It's not these natural eyes that are going to be open. It's the inner eyes that are going to be open so that we may know three things that are written in him. The first thing is this. That you may know what is the hope of his calling. What is the hope of his calling? Every one of us born again has been called by God. And can I say something? Those even who are not born again, they have been called by God. And if they never answer to that call, when they go to eternity, they'll be asked by God. Because God knows respect of persons. Every one of us has been called. Every one of us came on this earth with a purpose. Whether you are born at the side of the, you know, and this other, there are circumstances, 
you know, which we think that resulted to you being, to you being born, you're born with a, with, a, with a purpose. And you have a purpose to fulfill in this life. And the only way to know it is to have it revealed by the Holy Spirit, by the Father through the Holy Spirit. And then he says this, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? That's the second thing. Can you think about this? The father says this, the riches of the glory of his inheritance is in the saints. The riches of the glory. The riches of the glory is in the saints. In other words, all what God can see in you is our riches. <laughs> Have you ever thought about this? If these are in me here, in my spirit, these riches, how do they come out of me? By speaking them. By speaking them. But then, in many instances, then we don't know even what is in there so we don't have any natural language to explain. We don't have any natural language. If, if you're going to, I'm going to talk to you, you'll talk to me according to the knowledge that you have. You see what I'm saying? But then God says this, I will give you my spirit. My spirit so that he can reveal these things to you. So then, because you are medulla oblongata. You remember that? your mind is limited to the knowledge that I have given you, then my spirit is not in your mind. The mind is the soul of a man, but my spirit is in your spirit. In, in John chapter 3 verse 6 says, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So my spirit, God says, my spirit is in your spirit. And because it's in your spirit, and he says this, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. He says this in your spirit, and this is the, the, the riches of my glory in you. And because your mind cannot comprehend these things, I have given you a language. And it's a language of the spirit. That you can pray it out in tongues. And then... Enlarge your capacity to receive understanding of the things that I have called you to do. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. If I tell you, go out here, and I give instructions, you go over there, you turn left, and you go, I'm telling you, you know, sending you somewhere. And you look at me and say, Okay. And the first step you make is go right, and you go the other side, and you go the other side, and you then go the other side. And I'm waiting for you to do what I told you to do because I gave you an instruction. Okay? If you come back with, you come back, you don't come back with what I, I sent you to bring for me. What does that mean? What does that mean? You did not understand. That's exactly what it is. You did not understand. Understanding takes what? Comprehension right over here. But look at this thing. Therefore, the things that we pray out by faith 
through the Spirit. God wants us wants to enlarge our understanding that through understanding we can walk in that wisdom every day and have tangible results. Every day. Every day. Every day. And have tangible results. Why? Now that is walking in wisdom. We have tangible results. We have proofs of our spiritual walk on a daily basis. I tell people the walk of the spirit is progressive. You progress. You don't uh, digress. Is that, is that? <laughs> but you, 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 you progress. You move on. You move forward. Amen. That, that if I see you next year, you're becoming better. I see you five years from today, it's better. I see you ten years from today, you're better. What is it? Better not how much, I mean, uh, uh, how much uh, shilingi you can have. There are many people with shilingis, but they're miserable. But you've known God better. You've known his ways better. You're walking in the spirit better. I mean, and, uh, and God has blessed you in so many ways. That if we sat down to listen to you, wisdom comes out of you. Wisdom comes out of you. Revelation comes out of you. Why? You have been progressing with God. That's how it's supposed to be. A life of the Spirit, a life of a believer, ought to be better every time we progress. I see you in the future, and you look much better than you do right now. I thought you were going at least to smile. Oh, Pastor, smile in the mask. At least you could have done this. Yes, Pastor. Take it back. <laughs> now, let's see if I can. Listen to this then. <clears throat> How do I put it, Lord? Now, so increase in wisdom and revelation comes by praying in tongues with an expectation. Increase in wisdom and revelation comes by, uh, come by, by praying in tongues with an expectation. Expecting what? The things that I've prayed out to be, to be manifest. Now think about this when you're praying in tongues, yeah? You're praying purposes. You're praying destinies. You're praying places. You know, places or for places. You're praying for people. You're praying for future events, some happening even right now, some even long way ahead of you. So you are praying. All those are called what? Mysteries. They're mysteries to us. But you're praying them out. I'm telling you, if you knew that, how much will you pray in tongues? If you knew the results of praying in the Spirit, how much will you pray? Do you know why many people don't pray? Or, or if they pray, they make some religious sounds. Why is that so? They lost the hope of their prayers being answered. And then another thing is this. Because of lack of understanding of the, 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 happening of the, the happenings of the spirit realm, then they, they don't know what to do, so they can only guess. If I had people, let's, let's hope and pray. This is going to work. He told. <laughs> He's just hoping. 
So look at this then. Uh, let, let, let's, let's go that uh, uh, the last few scriptures here. So one of the things I want to focus on, listen to this, verse 18 of Ephesians 1, 18 says that, that we may have, we may know that what is the hope of his calling. And then he says, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the sense? I want you to focus, we focus on that. What are what? The riches of the glory of his inheritance in the sense. Now, so mark that word. What are the riches of the glory? Okay? What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the sense? Let's go to, to Colossians chapter 1. Let's start from uh, verse 24. Apostle Paul says, I now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up in my flesh what is lacking the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God, which was given to me for you to fulfill the word. But look at verse 26 then. The mystery, the mystery, uses the word what? Mystery, which has been hidden from ages. The mystery, remember, let me give you another word for it, which I told you. The mystery is hidden truths, a hidden truth or secret. Okay? So he says this mystery, this hidden truth, this secret has been hidden for ages. All right? And from generations. But now has, you remember 1 Corinthians chapter 2? I has not seen, he has not heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. But he has re- revealed them to us by the, the Holy Spirit. So I say you have to be filled what? You have to desire to have, uh, to live a spirit-filled life and secondly to believe God for what? Revelation. So that you may know the things that God has prepared for, for you. Okay? Now look at this. So he says here in verse 26, the mystery which is the secret which has been secret or hidden things, has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to us, to his saints. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can I say something there? If it's been revealed, is it any longer mystery? Ah. No wonder he says this in Matthew 13, 11. Unto you, it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. That places, Miss Ruth places, puts me in a place that when I'm praying in the Holy Ghost, I know these are revealed to me. I know I'm increasing in revelation of the things that God is not hiding them from me. They are hidden from the rulers of this age. For had they known they would not have crucified the Lord of glory, but they have not been hidden from me. It's God's will is for me to increase in revelation. Wow. You know, if you, you know, if you know at the end of it you're going to get 20 million shillings, you'll be making those steps knowing the results. Is that so? Not perhaps. You'll be making those steps knowing that you're going to get what? The 20 million shillings. Now look at this. God says this. This is not hidden from you. This is revealed, for, for, revealed to you. So come on and partake. Partake of the revelations of the kingdom of God. Partake. Drink of it. Drink of them. They're yours. The things that I've prepared for for you, I love you. These things are here. Take them. Take them. Have them. Enjoy them. You'll be praying. You'll be actually 
prayer is the true prayer is actually you pray for end results. Not for the situation. End. You call those things that be not as though they were. I hope you are following. That's why I told you to pray in tongues a little bit so that you can build yourself up. So that your head you should not be <laughs> You want to pray some more? Okay, go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh yeah, let's say, Father, thank you for helping me to see. Eyes to see, ears to hear. Hearts that will perceive the things of the kingdom. For unto us you've given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Glory to God. Praise God. Okay. So let's go back there again, verse 26. This, this, the mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generation, but now has been what? Revealed to his saints. Now look at verse 27. To them who? Who? Come on now. Who? I can't hear you that mask. The saints. To them, the saints, God will. Wow. God will. Not is going to. Huh? You all know about past tense. Not is going to. God will. He already did that. It is being his will and he's already willed and this is his going to be, to be and this is how it is because God already willed for it to be so. Now look at this then. He says this. To, for the, to them, the, the saints, God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory. Oh, we find it again. Remember Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18, he says what? That we may know what? What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? That's his will. All right? But look at this. He says here that to them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery. So he says this, uh, this is my will, and I've already willed that to make known to you what are the riches of the glory, of my glory, what are the riches of the glory of this mystery. So look at this. Actually, then when you go to Ephesians, it's a prayer that that's God's will for us to have. So we need to be taking it with anticipation. You know, like little birds in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the nest. You ever seen when the mother bird comes? And it comes with a with worm? I mean, those, those little ones, they, are, they know mother has willed to give me this worm. 
So they have their mouths open. They are what? Receiving. So every time you go to those Ephesians chapter 1, you need to have uh, your mouth wide. Receiving. Receiving. What am I doing, Lord? I'm receiving that spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. What am I doing? I'm receiving more understanding concerning the functioning of the kingdom of God. What am I receiving, Lord? I am understanding more what are the riches of your glory in me. Because I'm a saint. Now, look at this. Let's, let's see if we can finish this. To them God will to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. Okay? Look at this. Which is which is, which is what? Fast. What, what are you looking, which, it says this, to them God will to make known to, to uh, what are the riches of the glory. If I had a, a, black, a black board or a white board, I could have written this. The riches of the glory of this mystery equals Christ in you, the hope of glory. The riches of the glory of this mystery equals two. The way you say one plus one equals two. So the riches of the glory of this mystery, of this hidden truth, of this secret equals to Christ in you, the hope of glory. Does that remind you of another scripture we've looked at? Ephesians 1.18. That you may receive, you may have understanding for what? What are the riches of the glory of God's inheritance in you, they say. Wow. So let me say something here that can make you, if your shoulders were or eight inches, they become 16 inches. Okay? If you are five feet tall, you can go up to 10 feet. All right? If your waist is 20, you can get 45 size. <laughs> that one you don't want. Okay. That, <laughs> that you don't want. Okay? I don't know what's the problem about. <laughs> but look at this thing. Look at this. Just what I've said there, all what you say, God is saying this. These things are not in heaven. These things, I have deposited them in you. He has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness, and through his promises, God says this. Stop looking up. Listen inside of you. I have an answer. I have, not to have an answer. You have answers for your life because I've deposited in you. That's why I've given you my spirit to live in you so that you can live a spirit-filled life so that I can reveal to you what is already inside of you on a daily basis and the moment you speak that will manifest. Amen? Did you realize that Jesus, when he was walking around, he, he said, like, stretch forth your hand. He was doing it with words. Huh? 
stretch forth your hands. Now let me show you something here. Do you know how inheritance is transferred? Words. Words. Words transfer inheritance. I will that the 20 billion that I have is for my son. I will. God will. It's through words. So God says this. I've deposited in you all the riches of my treasure. That all I want to, to, to yield is to don't, don't misuse your tongue. Because life and death and the power of the tongue. But you can tap into the life of God inside of you through your tongue. Through your tongue. By words that will speak of faith. And God says this, you'll have what you say. You'll have what you say. So many times you're looking for answers out there. They are not. That brings us to a scripture that I shared. I want us to pray now. The, the scripture that I shared in one of the recordings uh, uh, some weeks ago is, is that Proverbs 20 verse 5. Counsel. Wisdom. In the heart of man. It's in the, it's, it's in the, in the heart of man. It's like deep water. But a man of understanding will know that is in him, ha, 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 ha. Nothing that you'll ever face in life that you don't have the solution for. Nothing. In fact, I, I, can, I, can, I can boldly say you are a problem solver in this generation. Amen. There are, there are things that you are, God has anointed you and I to solve in our generation. That's the call of God in our lives. Uh, Romans 11, 33, 34, and then we pray. Listen to this. Romans 11, 33 to 34, say, oh, oh, until the, the Holy Spirit say, oh, oh, are you there? What's the Bible, young girl? Carry it with you. Look at this. Romans, Romans 11, 33, it says, oh, the depth, the depth. Are you there? Oh, are you seeing that? Oh, the depth of the riches. Both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. Where? In his saints. People, it is in his saints. Remember, he says, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? Oh, the depth of both of, 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 of the riches of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who has known the mind of the Lord and who has become his counselor? And in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 says this, but we have the mind of Christ. You know what that does to me? All I can say, Lord, all of it is in me. I'm going to pray it in other tongues and I'm going to believe you to help me to see more revelation and to walk in what you have in store for me. So will you stand up tonight? So tonight is our praying in tongues in one accord. Praying in unknown tongues in one accord. All right? 
And I want you to pay attention. When you are praying, just stand up, please. Just pay attention. I encourage you, don't be thinking about all this, all this, or dinner, or, you know, or lunch, you know, you understand, or tomorrow lunch, okay? Please don't do that. Just, just pay attention. And sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I've done this, but sometimes you, you may, to pay attention, you may just even hold your belly right there and pray in tongues. And just, just concentrate on that. You ready? Oh, you come to pray, did you? You did, is that so? So pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh, Father. Thank you. Just lift your hands and then you do it all in honor accord and we agree. Father, thank you for your Holy Spirit. We have seen from your word that there are riches the riches of the glory of your inheritance in us and you have willed for us to know them, for us to, to, to partake of them, revealed to us by your Holy Spirit, the precious one who lives inside of us. Now, Father, your word says counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding through the word that you've given us understanding concerning the praying, praying in mysteries, praying out in tongues. So, Father, through that understanding, we draw out from the wells of salvation. We draw out from the inner depths. We draw out by the Holy Ghost and we speak out mysteries. And believing you, Father, for the interpretation of them. Go ahead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Father, thank you for every mystery, every mystery that you have prayed out. Every mystery that you have prayed out. Your wisdom, your wisdom spoken out, Father, in unknown tongue. Your wisdom, your purposes, your purposes for us individually, in our, in our own lives. Your purposes for us in this local church. Your purposes, your plans, your own intents concerning this church, concerning this nation, concerning our families, concerning the nations of the world. Oh, Father, thank you for utterance. Thank you for words of the Spirit. Thank you for plans spoken out concerning your will of our lives, concerning your will over this church, concerning your will over this nation, concerning your will on this earth. As we are coming to the close of the age, as we are coming to the close of time as we have known it, as we are coming close to the things that you have, have been observed and have been known naturally, you are revealing more of your will and you are revealing more of your purposes to our lives, Father. You are revealing more of the things that you have done through your son, Jesus Christ. For it's your will for us to expand in wisdom. For it's your will for us to increase in wisdom. For it's your will for us to increase in understanding. For it's your will for us to increase. Increase in the knowledge of you, Father. As you say, this is eternal life. That we may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you said. So, Father, thank you. Thank you for our trust. You say whatsoever things we desire when you pray. We pray, we believe that we receive them and we shall have them. 
and thank you father for utterance of your spirit we believe we have what you have prayed we believe we've received what you have prayed we believe there is an increase of capacity to receive your will and your purposes among ourselves to receive your will and your purposes in this church to receive your will and purposes in this nation father angeda bresta disata gengeda bresta kaste baste kesta bistata bamangeda kreshla bista increasing our understanding father increasing our understanding our understanding concerning the things of the spirit our understanding concerning our redemption our increasing our understanding concerning the prosperity of the kingdom of god increasing our understanding concerning the harvest time that we are in concerning the harvest time that we are in concerning the restoration time that we are in and get a brastek estabaste that the mandestadisti increasing our ability to perceive your will increasing our ability to to receive your will in our midst father oh father we do thank you we do thank you tonight hallelujah hallelujah pathways pathways of history pathways of understanding pathways pathways of thanksgiving pathways of utterance pathways of your will father in our midst oh father we do thank you and praise you and to lay your to put your hands on your belly and father father thank you for that wisdom for the riches of the glory that you have deposited in us may there be an explosion of understanding for things that that even impossible to perceive them with the natural mind your word says we have the mind of Christ thank you for enlarging our capacity to understand enlarging our capacity to know enlarging our capacity to see and enlarging our capacity to receive revelations of the kingdom of God by the authority of your word you say you will baptize us with the holy ghost and fire i by the authority of that word i release that fire that there is a stirring up from within a stirring up from within a stirring up from within that you will not settle for less starting up from within that you'll never quit but you'll become a seeker and you pursue what you believe is the will of God for you i de- i declare father a starting up from within and i thank you father i thank you and i praise you tonight father as we give this evening